0: Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com. I can fix you, I can teach you. The topic for today's episode is the development of the successful recording artist. It's a multifaceted career prelude that is sadly too often missing, and when it is missing, it costs the artists dearly. To dig into this subject, I'm interviewing Bernard Porter, who's president and founder of PCG, Premier Career Guidance. PCG Nashville is recognized as America's leading career artist development organization, working with established and new emerging artists. Bernard is an entertainment executive with over 30 years of experience in the music industry known for his A&R expertise, Bernard is also a successful entrepreneur, developing and securing high-profile joint ventures within both corporate and private sectors, guiding them in all phases of creative media production, marketing, and national product launches. In addition, he has served as an entertainment consultant to many record labels, broadband networks, major artists, large corporations, state tourism boards, as well as to specialty venues. Among his successes in moving careers of new artists, Bernard was instrumental in signing Jason Aldean to Broken Bow Records. Here's our interview.
1: Bernard, I'm thrilled to be talking to you today about preparing new artists to successfully break into today's music business. So, first of all, thank you for being with us here. And give us a little background on how you've come to know what you do about our crazy music industry.
2: Well, thank you, Judy, and I'm glad to be here. And it's an honor to be on the phone with somebody that has such a heart that you do and really cares the way that you do. You know, we're all blessed in this world when we can get in a situation when you can do something that you love to do. And I know how much you love this, but at the same time, <laughs> you are providing the valuable service to people out there in a very trustworthy fashion and we're so glad to be associated with you in this opportunity today. Um, Thank you. I, I have been in this business now on uh, coming on 40 years, and it's, it's even hard for me to believe sometimes, you know, that guitar that my mother purchased for me when I was 11 years old, how that changed my life was remarkable because we didn't have a lot coming up. And that guitar became my friend. That guitar became my therapy. And I grew to understand how important later on in life what a change that has made and the opportunities that that you know, brought to me and the understanding that that brought to me. Matter of fact, I still have that guitar in my office. It's about 55 years old, some of an old silver tone. <laughs> um,
1: wow, that's, but, that's cool.
2: You know, and Judy, through growing uh, through all the phases of musician and then You know, somebody noticing a talent at me from a business perspective and going into being a talent buyer, rolling into being an agent, working in Los Angeles, working in New York, working in Nashville, having tremendous mentors around me. So important. And uh, that was really my education, Judy.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: It was really the education that kind of brought me here. uh,
1: It kind of also helps you really understand the mindset of the artist, doesn't it?
2: It does, and it also it, it made me understand of you know the pitfalls that maybe I went through mm-hmm. as that young artist, and and not that my mother was pushing you know in the wrong way. I was, uh, you know, the one tremendous thing that I had as one of my gifts was determination and ambition. That's one thing I always. People, mm-hmm. I was very ambitious. You know, I was determined to break myself out of that mode. But you know, when you're on the road, you know, and I, I became professional around that 14 15 year old mark and it really took me out into the world and I missed a lot of things I I missed having the friends out there my age and I miss the football games and going to the movies with friends and and those things are so important and so you know even within the structure of what we do and you're you're a big part of that Judy you know we're very careful to have that balance of life that's so
1: great that is so great because that is so right uh, and it speaks to um, making sure that people that are successful are also happy and sane. <laughs> what a concept. I think you agree that you don't have to be crazy and miserable to be a successful artist in any of the fields of the art. And I think that's been something that people have sort of subtly believed for a long time.
2: Absolutely. you know. It, I just interviewed someone myself, one of my mentors, Stan Mores, who I had the honor of being a partner with for about four years in a company called The Consortium. And mm-hmm. Stan was telling the story of Sylvester Stallone because his partner, prior to me, Herb Nannis, believed in Sylvester Stallone. But one of the things that really attracted Herb Nannis to Sylvester was his ambition and determination because As you guys know, Sylvester wrote the movie script, Rocky, and he held out, and he held out, and he held out because the movie studios were interested in Rocky, but they didn't want to use Sylvester Stallone as the main actor because he said, you're not an actor, and he was living (laughs) in his car. He was living in his car and suffering because he was not going to give up, and eventually the studios caved, and the rest is history. So who would have thought meeting Sylvester Stallone in the Raw that someone would have really saw, you know, he has tremendous character, but it took some major vision and determination and belief in yourself Mm -hmm. to go down that road and believe. And, And that's so important today, and I think that's almost a lost art that I see in a lot of young people because of the way that technology is affecting them and the way that their days are so filled where they don't really have a chance to become present in what they're doing. I think that's really the difference in the generation because of where the world has come to today.
1: Yes, I agree. And you know what? It's I think it's not only uh, true for the young and upcoming artists, but for some of the older artists that are finding this a brand new world. You know, without uh, without being able to dig in and, and find out how music is being marketed and maybe expand on their training in ways they never did and and all that and protect their instruments they end up like some of the younger artists or some people that can't seem to make any headway as whiners and my sister when she raised her children she she used to say if you whine to me i may send for the ambulance
3: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know that well that may speak to the next question or lead us to the next question that i want to ask you Having seen a lot of new artists and people make it and people not make it, what kind of traits do you look for in a singer when they first come to you that you can build on and what kind of traits turn you off or cause you to think they may never succeed in the music industry?
2: Let's start let's by the traits that turn me off. Ego.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Ego. Um, number two would be you're in it for the wrong reason. If you're in this reason and the reason why you want to be in the business is because you want to be famous or, you know, those types of things, just do something else.
1: Oh, my gosh, yeah. you're so right. You've got to love the art, don't you?
2: You've got to love it. And, you know, I always tell people when, when I'm meeting with them and I care about them and I want to they say, you know, what is the most important thing you, you could teach me? And I said probably the most important thing that I can tell someone. Is your mission on planet Earth is God has graced you with various talents. In some cases they may not be music talents because everybody has them, I don't care who you mm-hmm. are.
3: That's
2: and the right. objective there, the objective there is to understand what those skills are or what those gifts are, to refine the gifts, and then to use them to make a difference.
1: Make the world a better place. Absolutely. That's it.
2: You know, Judy, when you understand that foundation, and mind you, there are superstars today that don't understand that. Yeah. Now, are they making money? Yes, they are. Are they touring? Are they doing the art? But if you dig deeper, and Judy, I know this because I've been around them. If you dig deeper, what you find is, is it's very shallow, In some cases, there's a lot of unhappiness. There's a lot of unfulfilling aspects of their character. It's amazing.
1: Just because they're making money and are famous doesn't exactly make them a human success, does it?
2: It doesn't. Making money is a nice thing. It's nice to have the resources to do things that you'd like to do in this world, but it's not the most important thing, guys. It's not. You know, you going to the nursing home, making a difference in someone's life, using your gift to put a bright spot on that person's day, that's success. You just changed
3: the
1: world. <laughs> that's right. I totally agree okay? with you. Absolutely, Yep. Yeah. It's really good to know that industry people like you see this and believe this too, and you care about the well-being of the people that come to you for help.
2: Well, you know, Judy, and I know that you practice this, too, because, you know, once again, you're part of us, but that's a big missing element out there in our industry, but not just in our industry, across the gambit. It's a missing element. And once you start understanding those things, you want God to step into your deal. Mm -hmm. You know, God loves us all, but you want him to step into your deal because sometimes God, if, if he puts that blessing on what you're doing, Great things can happen. He will use you. And I'm not saying that you have to get into a religious type of music. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying you lead from example. You set an example for people as a role model. There are younger people looking at you artists. They're they're modeling their fashion. They're modeling their spirit. They're modeling their emotions. they're, They're modeling their habits off what you do. Right. It's a tremendous responsibility.
1: I agree. I think that an artist uh, has a an absolute responsibility when they get out there uh, to make a difference in their community, in their inner circle, in their outer circle, and in, in the world, you know, in general, that they do have a responsibility. You can almost see the ones that know that. You recognize it in, in those people. And the sad thing is, Uh, there are some artists that don't recognize it and that lead people down a rather dark path too. So I love that, that you recognize the responsibility within the fields of the arts because art not only reflects life but drives life.
2: You know, and, and back to your question, I have the ability to see that in artists, whether or not it's a desire to do it. Obviously work ethic is a part of what I look for.
1: When you're around a community like you establish, don't you think that someone else with a work ethic can influence the person that doesn't have a work ethic and all of a sudden they decide they want one?
2: Absolutely. Yes, I've seen that happen with some artists that we work with. It's almost like something that we put in front of them ignited a light bulb in their head and all of a sudden it's no stopping them. I mean, it's transformation all over the boards. It's a realism within them, and that's an exciting thing to experience. I know that you and I have experienced that in the client we, we mutually work with.
1: I can think of names right now.
2: It's the same thing that you and I try to portray in our work. You know, it's great for us to do something to have the skills to be able to know what to do to help them ignite and turn on that light bulb.
1: That's exactly right. I do believe that, and I think that's where PCG is a little bit different you work on a deeper level than, than some other mentors in the field. You work into the character of the, of the artist as well. That's what I've seen with, with you and PCG. Let's get a little bit detailed here. How important do you think it is for a singer to be a songwriter?
2: Well, first of all, not everybody is meant to be songwriters, and that's the great thing about Nashville. You know, we we are a hub Mm -hmm. for many, many, probably uh, the density of songwriters in our region is probably greater than any place in the world, and there's a reason for that, because not everybody writes songs. George Strait doesn't write songs. We're talking about the country world. Faith Hill really wasn't a songwriter. On the other hand, here's the challenge that the emerging artists have that's a difficulty. If they're out there trying to locate songs through publishing companies in those houses, Mm -hmm. there's a very high percentage chance that they're not going to get, well, it's a real chance. They're not going to get the top drawer songs that that could, you know, get them the attention that they need or the the brand identity that they need through going through hundreds of songs. And the reason for that is is those publishing companies are going to try to get those A-list artists to record those Look at Tim McGraw's Live Like You Were Dying. Oh, my. First time I Mm -hmm. heard that song on the radio, I had to pull off the road. I mean, that was just one of those songs, once in a lifetime that comes along. And, you know, as soon as your buddy Byron Gallimore and Tim McGraw heard it, that was it.
1: And they finally come up with a follow-up, because that was a hard song to follow up. They have a brand new one out which is called Humble and Kind, and it just, I mean, oh, my yeah, husband John and yeah. I were just tears running down both of our eyes, and we don't do that <laughs> the first time we saw the Yeah, video. and you know what?
2: And that, that's really the mission of it. I mean, what, what really makes a hit, hit record to me and the way that something has to move me, it has to hit an emotional trigger in the, in, in the listener. And when you do that, mm-hmm. you've done your job. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing to do. That's connecting the artist's soul, the, the artist's style, the brand of the song, and it's like it's like wearing an Armani suit that's been tailored. Nothing like it. Right. Okay? Right. So with that being said, back to the songwriting. Songwriting is something that always should be tried. Try to get a mentor that maybe has had some success in the industry to kind of teach you some elements of how to properly structure, format, formulate ideas for your song, mm-hmm. because through you writing songs, it can help further define who you are as a character artist.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Very important. Part
1: of your artist definition, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely, artist definition all the way. And and so we always like, even when somebody comes into our program, we always start with songwriting, the see if that could be nurtured in the individual, because sometimes a lot of people are uncomfortable with even trying, but they don't really know, how do I start an idea? How do I formulate an idea? How do I keep my thoughts? How do I enter a co-writing session? How do I posture myself? You know, mm-hmm. once you have an understanding of the game, then you're a lot more confident walking into a room and making that contribution.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: very, very right. important to
1: To follow that up, how important do you think it is for an artist to have great live performance skills, not just – I'll tell you why I'm asking this. I went to see an artist perform for a major producer this week in from L.A., a major producer, and the artist was reading the lyrics off her music stand and had the stage performance skills of a bump on a log you know she was a great songwriter but oh my gosh the stage performance was zero you know uh how important do you think it is for an artist to not just be a great songwriter but also really great on on stage
2: well, the optic side of the performance, meaning the visual side of the performance, is just as important as the audio side or the sound of the performance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. as we know, Michael Jackson could just get up there and just stand there. <laughs> you knew something was coming. You knew that the, you knew that the, 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 uh, the dynamite was getting ready to be lit but just the, the character and the strength and the understanding. You have to believe that you're awesome. There's an energy that portrays out from that audience in the way that you connect. I had another mentor that I just was on the phone with, and we were talking about Taylor Swift. And, you know, a performance can carry on even into a gathering. It's not just about stage. When you're out in the public, you're in a room of industry executives He said, you know what the first thing I noticed about Taylor Swift? He said, I was at a BMI function, and I was introduced to her. And she came up to me, and we knew, you know, some people. I knew some people that had worked around her. This is the gentleman I was interviewed talking about it. He said, Mm -hmm. for the next ten minutes of our conversation, her eyes didn't leave me, even though there were people all in her room. This was before she was really big she said the eyes never left me she was present she was attentive and i knew from that moment that she was going to be a superstar so god it's not just about performance on stage you're always on stage what is the uh, uh, william shakespeare all the world is a stage you really are yeah. you're on no matter where you go the impression that you put on i remember being on a show that i co-promoted in alabama and that very high level artist didn't know that I was the co-promoter, which really didn't matter.
3: Mm-hmm. But I was
2: put in a situation where he was just rude to everybody around him. He was playing that big star in a mid-level town role. Mm-hmm. And over time, that type of conduct destroyed him. Because even though he's very talented in what he does, he's had maybe five you know, top 40 hits in his career. Fair mm-hmm. buyers don't want to buy him. Talent buyers don't want to deal with him. Nobody wants to deal with this guy because they know that that's a preconceived thing about the way he's interacting. You're always on. It's not just about stage.
3: Yeah. As far as
2: the actual stage performance, Judy, you know, it's got to be captivating. You're trying to set in motion a time when people are looking at you that they mark that time in their life. You know, This is the interesting thing about this, Judy. There is actually scientific data about the fact when someone works with our coaches, they can go and play the same venue with the same amount of people with the same exact song list. Once they learn some of these tricks of the trade to better present their live event from a visual standpoint,
1: mm-hmm.
2: merchandise and sales go up 35%.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. That really tells you how they impacted the audience in a very real
2: way. That's amazing. They want to take them home. They did something well enough where a higher percentage of the group wanted to take them home. So what did they do? They go buy their record at the table. They go buy their hat and their T-shirt, which is what you want. I mean, this is how you monetize.
1: Right. All right. Well, of course, I have my own thoughts about this, but how important do you see in a very real way that it is for an artist to actually do some vocal training.
2: Well, it is, you know, Judy, it is paramount how to take care of the voice, how to warm up the voice. I can tell you that even before our call, because I, I wasn't completely clear on what I was walking into, I knew you were interviewing me, but I didn't know if there was going to be a listening, you know, I didn't know if you were going to have 150 people online with us. I really didn't mm-hmm. know, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I actually used your warm up technique before this call
1: that's great because i believe that's so important for the speaking voice as well and all artists speak (laughs) yeah let me let me just
2: say this to 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 the audience right now if you don't understand what judy rodman is bringing to the table you know and judy is one of our uh, premier coaches that we adore if you get what you're wishing for and this is most of your wish which is to be out on tour to be out doing what you love to do to be in front of large audiences to be in front of the radio media, go, 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 go. Once you have a schedule like that, and I've been on that schedule, where you're getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning, you've got an early morning AM interview, you've got a midday lunch with program directors, you've got an in-store that afternoon, you have to play in concert that night, you do that over and over and over and day after day after day. You're eating sometimes bad foods because you can't get good healthy foods until you start making the big money and can afford your own chef. That's what you're in for. If you don't understand what Judy Robin is bringing to the table, if you don't think vocal training is important, then you're wrong. Guess what's going to happen to you? You're going to go down. You're going to lose your voice. You're not going to be prepared. And the record company who doesn't get it, who doesn't do artist development anymore, they're going to look at you and go, why can't you keep your part of the deal? We're spending all this money. You're going to have a problem, a big one. Mm -hmm. I've seen it happen. You
1: know what? That. That leads me right into, I want to dig into what makes PCG Artist Development Company, which you are the founder of, do things differently and uh, affect the outcome of a person's successful career. And one way I want you to speak to that I know is true is that you tailor your program to each artist as if they are unique, which, of course, they are. And you don't think of development as one-size-fits-all.
2: Well, you used the word, Judy. I mean, at PCG, we're dedicated to addressing the unique needs of the independent artists and to the professional artists, you know. Mm -hmm. Our staff here is committed to providing our clients with all the correct skills, knowledge, and strategic planning needed to hopefully achieve success in the music industry. Now, somebody enrolling with us, does that mean they're guaranteed that they're going to have success in the music industry? No, it doesn't. But I absolutely believe that it increases the likelihood of it.
1: Yeah, what I've seen in the people that work with PCG also, no matter what the outcome of the financially successful music career, there are life skills that they're going to come away with that will make them never sorry for the training that they get.
2: Absolutely, and we believe in that wholeheartedly. I mean, really, we should maybe coin a phrase that one of the things we do at PCG is how to properly operate yourself on planet Earth. (laughs)
1: That's a good way to put it. I like that. Everything that you see,
2: be careful what you're online looking at. Everything that you see on social media, everything that you absorb through what you hear, is going to have a cause and effect on you eventually. It may not be immediate, at this point it's law. The brain is an amazing thing, Judy. It absorbs everything. It can come out in dreams. It can come out in emotions. It can come out later on. And you have to be very careful at what you also intake into your body. Nutrition is so important in this mm-hmm. world, being an artist. Being physically fit, taking care of yourself, that's going to give you the momentum to work harder. And walk in and look refreshed, getting your sleep. You know, the right. bottom line, Judy, the artists of today have far greater pressures on them than the artists even 15 years ago. They have to be social media experts, technology experts, marketing experts, PR experts, agents. In some cases, they have to manage themselves until they get to the point where, you know, someone of a credible nature is going to take stock in them. And that's very difficult.
1: Yes, in fact, don't you agree that they actually need to develop their career before anybody's going to be interested in them, as in you don't get a major industry person really interested in you that is a quality person and not a scam artist until you you have a fan base and you have a career that's actually ongoing. So you get the bandwagon rolling yourself, and you need a little bit of help with – uh Figuring out how to do that, and that's one place absolutely PC comes in.
2: well said, Judy. And here's a, a visual model that every artist can can practice with. They need to imagine. If you haven't seen the show Shark Tank, go watch it, because mm-hmm. you have to imagine you're an artist and you're walking in. You know those judges, instead of the judges that are there, there are record companies and their managers and their agents and you've got to bring your case. And you have to tell Mm -hmm. them why. Why should you invest in me? Okay, you're talented. We get that. You've got to have more than just that. What is your story? What, What type of marketing angles have you got? What kind of notoriety do you have? There's so much more because if you can win that panel, just as the Shark Tank panel, you know, they're trying to win them over, then you may be ready to actually go and see those people. But the way it works right now, it's almost after you to put yourself in a position where the labels are almost coming back and courting you. Also, when we're dealing with very young, talented artists, and you know we have some remarkable, you know, we have some of the most remarkable young people in the world in our program right now. If a record company came to you right now, and that's very unlikely, but let's say they did, I would tell you, don't do that. Don't you do that. Because you ain't, you ain't ready for that. You may be ready artistically, but the person has to be ready, too. There are many examples of young artists that got in the business too early. The record companies out there, what are they really? They're a radio promotion, marketing company, retailer. They want to make money off you. They are not looking at your soul. They're not looking at your foundation. And those elements you're not ready if you're not ready for that part don't go out there it's going to bring yeah. problems yeah. there's a nine yeah. out of ten chance that it's going to end in tragedy when they're too
1: young mm-hmm. and they're a one-trick pony wondering uh, why nobody loves them anymore absolutely well this is folks one reason that PCG artist development company uh, their byline is the science of artist development because there's Really a lot more that goes into a successful and in a human way as well as an artistic and financial way that goes into being a successful artist. And uh, I really am proud to be uh, part of the providers that work with the PCG folks. And that brings me to the last thing I want to talk about, Bernard, is, you know, some people have a lot of money, some people don't have a lot of money to invest in their careers, but going back to that idea of the Wambulance, Instead of whining about it, I believe that where there is enough will, there's a way. Instead of whining about it, figure out what you can do about it. And and now PCG has this thing called online training so that if you can't afford to be personally enrolled in the PCG program, you can even do it online in uh, in kind of chunks. You can pick what you want to study. Can you tell us a little bit more about that online Deal, and disclaimer, I'm very proud to be among those that I highly respect as the author of one of your 12-module video courses. Uh, but tell us a little bit about the online program.
2: Yeah, and we, we design a PCG Online for that specific reason. It's www.pcg24-7.com. is because not everybody has the financial resources to be able to make it into town to do of one-on-one training with us with the elite coaches. Not everybody has the wherewithal to sign up into our a la carte programs or our professional programs, that kind of thing. So we're taking it to the world now. So what we've done is is we've cut it down to the core of what we really feel is important for the artists to understand to better advance their career. You've got to invest in your business. Just like in any other business study, most businesses fail Not because they're not a good idea, because they didn't have the ability to fund the opportunity. And in the world we're in right now, you have to invest in your business. Your entity, meaning you, is a corporation, and that's the way you have to treat yourself. You should be having meetings with your band members or your mother and father. Where are we going? Check out everybody that's around you. Ask for references. If they don't want to give you references, flag. But back to PCG Online, all of these courses should be taken. Anything that we put up there means that this is something you should be doing to develop the holistic artist in you.
1: Yes. And, again, where there's a will, there's a way. So uh, if they have to do it slower than, than faster, they can they can do it a little bit at a time. And I well, love that.
2: Uh, yeah, and, you know, Judy, let's, let's be real here. I mean, before I got that guitar in my hands, Because I wanted to make money to go out and buy records and to do those things. Because back in the day, we didn't have the phones that you you guys have. We didn't have the technology that we had. We had vinyls. So I had to go out Mm -hmm. and make money to go out and buy the vinyls because my mother didn't have it. I was brought up by a single mom with no father. My mother didn't have it. So you know what I did, guys? I went out and swept parking lots for five bucks.
1: You know, you go. talking about
2: big parking lots, okay? So mm-hmm. there's no excuse. These modules right now are an introductory price of $69. That's going to be going up very soon. You can figure that out, you know? If you can't figure that out, then maybe you need to reevaluate what you're doing. And I'm not just saying that because I'm trying to make a sale here. I know that that's important stuff that you need, and you need to get out there and figure out how to do it. I don't have to care if you have to go out and do mow lawns or whatever. This is all part of it guys. you got to do the work. whether it be PCG online or doing something local at your music store or helping you buy the piece of equipment you need to advance yourself and your study. you figure it out there, Where there's a will and determination, there's a way.
1: And I think that's so wonderful because some of the best artists in the whole world have started out really quite financially not okay, in fact poor. And uh, many artists uh, kind of starting at that place. But uh, I like the fact that there are resources that they can find to level things. And if they are the phenomenon that could be, then they can actually learn the things they need to. Another thing I'll say is firsthand, I know about it too. Because when I was an artist, there were lots of things that I know PCG teaches that I wish I had known. And it would have made my time as a recording artist much more financially successful I see the value of it, and even more because the business keeps changing. Uh, but you stay on top of it, Bernard, and you and PCG and, and the people that work for PCG that you keep around it. So, again, thank you so very much for your generosity in sharing these thoughts with my folks at All Things Vocal.
2: Absolutely, and uh, thank you for having me, uh, Judy, and you know all of those clients out there that are enrolled with Judy currently. Listen to Judy. <laughs>
1: All right, so where can we find PCG online?
2: You can reach us at www.pcgnashville.com for our core programs and all the different levels. It's very well laid out, a lot of information to read. And for the online training, once again, that Judy mentioned, for those of you that can't maybe look at the full-scale programs, there's something for you, wwwpcg 24 7 Dot com. Judy, thank you so much for having me today.
0: Thank you, Bernard.
2: God bless everybody. Bye-bye.
0: To find out more about PCG's artist development services, go to pcgnashville.com. For the online courses we mentioned, go to pcg27-7.com. That's pcg24-7.com. Find me and my services for your voice at judyrodman.com. If you like this podcast, please, please leave a review at iTunes. Your reviews and subscriptions to this podcast make it possible. See you next episode on All Things Vocal, the podcast for singers, speakers, vocal coaches, and studio producers.